All right, welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners. Thank you for having me, because I'm 290 crazy. Are you? Uh, I am. I'm Candice Nicole. Um, I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, you guys can follow me at on Instagram at D-T-H-E-E Candice Nicole underscore. Okay, okay. So so we got to start here. Since you're 290 crazy, I don't even know where you're from, where you grew up. I grew up. On Madison and Monroe, well, Adam, well, KZ and Monroe, right across the street from Marshall High School. Uh-huh. Okay, so how was it growing up over there? How was your childhood? Because in Chicago, it could be normal, it could be tragic. How was how was your experience growing uh, up? I feel like I had the normal Chicago kid childhood. Uh, you, yeah, I guess you got to be from Chicago to understand. Uh, it was it was it was nice. It was tra- traumatic. It was nice. It was fun. It was crazy. Uh, it was better than it is today for these kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so growing up, you know what I'm saying, when you were a kid standing across the street from Marshall, it was like you could be anything you want to be. What, what, did, what did you want to be? I wanted to be a singer. Oh, yeah, the whole time? The whole time. Okay. What at that time let you know that that's what you wanted to do? I had a best friend. Uh, that used to just come over We would sit on the porch It was like our little porch sessions And I just sang covers mm-hmm. Like all the time it, it, We would be smoking and just singing And from there he kind of motivated me To do my own thing Did it matter who to Or you just enjoy all music Or did you have a favorite artist A favorite genre uh, My favorite artist is was Jasmine Sullivan Frank Ocean Whitney Houston Uh yeah, those were my motivations. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you're growing up, you know what I'm saying, going through high school and everything, was you doing things to to further your career in singing or was you taking another path? In high school, no, I wasn't. I honestly, I always knew I wanted to sing, but I never really took myself seriously until I was an adult doing my own thing. Um yeah, so in high school, I probably was trying to figure out my college, my next college moves. I went to Lincoln University. Um, I never really knew what I wanted to do other than music. Nothing else ever really settled with me. Mm-hmm. So you said it took you to be an adult, you know what I'm saying, to, to really do it. So if you knew that's what you enjoy and that's what you want to do, what took you to that point to actually execute? Uh, confidence and I really could I didn't really necessarily know myself at that time I wasn't writing my own music mm. um, I was really just doing covers to everybody else's music so I, I just wanted to be when I realized that I did want to do music I just wanted to be myself I didn't want to imitate nobody else mm-hmm. okay so with you knowing that you wanted to be yourself and not imitate, what steps did you take to do that because you know what I'm saying it's already singing a lot of people sing what did you decide on to separate yourself from everybody else so um i'm in cahoots with a whole lot of battle rappers some some battle rappers are like my best friends they kind of got me started with even acknowledging myself as a dope artist so i kind of my bars like my i have bars bars like it's crazy i got bars bars so that kind of set me uh, 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 astray from everybody else because, like, I kind of used to rap sing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then like all the hood ninjas loved it. They like she's dope, so that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you have a preference, or do you enjoy both of them equally? Was um, I enjoy them both. <coughs> now that I'm further in my career, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to get back to where I started as far as the rap singing thing. When I first came out, it was so much um ridicule and like you should slow down or you should do this you should do that you should do this you should do that so i was taking so much advice and i kind of strayed from where i started from and i just focused more on my vocal abilities Mm -hmm. um but i do want to get back into my my rap singing era because i feel like that's like super dope and it kind of makes me stand out Mm -hmm. okay so with you starting with the covers you know what i'm saying and coming to your own Talk to me about your creative process and the evolution of it. Like, how did it start from, you know what I'm saying, the preparation from doing a cover to where you are now to creating a whole song? Real life experiences. Uh, Real life experiences start beating my booty. And it was just a way to release release it like other than being angry or being a typical black woman from Chicago, the west side of Chicago. So I just started writing it down and making dope music. And it was just dope as fuck. So that's where I came from. Okay, okay. That's dope. That's dope. So so you sitting down writing. Talk to me about your creative process. Yo, no, nah, we're going to get that. Talk to me about your subject matter. What, when you sitting down writing these these first songs on your own, what what was the subject matter like? What was you, what was you putting out? I guess it just it just depends on what I was going through or um, typically when I write it depends on the beat the beat kind of speaks to me on what what direction to go to uh if that makes sense the beat kind of be talking it be saying words and it just come out from there mm-hmm. and speaking on the beat when you're looking for music what what necessarily are you looking for, looking for in any oh, music man, or do you work I'm, directly with a, a a producer I'm super duper diverse. Um, I just got a prof- um, a professional personal producer that's making Candace Nicole beats, but I'm super di- diverse. I've got a rock song, I got pop songs, I got dance hall songs, I got soulful music, I got some music for the hood. So I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. And and with you being so diverse, what's your favorite kind of music to do if you had to pick one? Once uh-huh. to do? I'm kind of like an indie artist. My favorite um, is the 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 stuff you probably wouldn't typically hear from a girl from the west side of Chicago. I give off Adele type vibes, and that's crazy. I say that to myself because it's a song that I heard. Is it make a toast or toast to to that? That's my number one. That shit. I was like. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I gotta one. talk to her. This shit, this shit go crazy, and I don't even, you know, I'm real bad with music because I I listen to the same five songs every day, <laughs> and I listen to only rap. But that yeah, shit, like, that shit was was fire. Yeah, that's that's uh, toasted. That is my number one single right now. So how did you? Is that a part of you know what I'm saying making yourself unique like the sound you know what I'm saying because if I had they be like guess where this person is from based on what you listen probably would have never imagined you know so what what is that does that come from purely you like I got to make myself different or does it come from your your wide range of you know what I'm saying music I think it's just me like I've always been different I never really necessarily um, fit fit in. Um, like, there's so many people I've been knowing for a long time that's 
ne- never really been my friend until now. They're trying to befriend me because of who I am now, if that makes sense. But I've always been a loner and I always did my own thing. So my music just comes off me who being who I am. I can't really imitate nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, and just listening to the music, like, if you don't mind me asking, how, how, um, how far is the time gap from you um, starting to create your own music till to now? Um, I started making my own music about five years ago. Because I that I, I wanted to download it and like put it on my on it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. See, I don't I don't like to tell artists because I don't pay for music. I just rip it off YouTube. That's fine. I'm only on YouTube right now. Okay. I will be uh, on all platforms once I drop my video to. Toast to that, which is coming soon. Okay, you shot it already? No, I haven't. Okay, if if you don't mind, just talk to me about the the um the vibe to toast to this. Like, how did you come up with that? What's the purpose? What was it? Was you? I get asked that question all the time, and it's a really really funny story. I was uh I was dating this guy. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm one of the guys. If you honestly get to know me, but I was dating this guy, and he we were so comfortable with each other. He was comfortable enough to tell me randomly. Um, we was doing music or whatever And he's just like Man when I get on I'm gonna give me a Chinese bitch And I'm sitting there like What the hell am I Fucking chopped liver <laughs> I'm a stand in <laughs> I'm a fill in Like Bookmark But that <laughs> That happened And I swear like literally I went in my living room And wrote that song loud as hell I <laughs> I don't think, and he never really even said nothing. Even as I was writing the song, he never said nothing. Mm-hmm. And I made this debut of how I wrote the song on every platform ever. So he probably know now. Mm-hmm. So, so I assume y'all not together no more. Of course not. He, I would hope he found this Chinese. That's what I was gonna ask you. Did he? <laughs> did he get the Chinese? I would hope. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so moving along, I kind of touched on it earlier a little bit, but if you could expand on it a little bit for me, and that's your creative process. Like when you go into the studio, are you, are you coming with a notebook full of full of raps? Are you coming in freestyling off the beat? You punch it in and out. What's your creative process like? Okay. So, um, before I go to the studio, I like to already have my songs written, and even the way I write music, I kind of do it over and over and over and over again. Um, to the next part so like say for instance i make the first 45 seconds of the song i'll start that beat over a hundred times until i could come up with the next part of the song so by the time i get to the studio the song is memorized i already got the cadence i already got my extraness i want to do to it um i do a lot of stacks um i don't know i love stacking somebody told me like you love stacks don't you i love stacking i don't know understand why uh i don't necessarily like to punch in unless i have to uh i like to call myself a one take wonder because i'm going to do my one take and then keep going from the stack ad lib it's a smooth process from when i started it's, it's just like a trial and error process mm-hmm. And when you say stacking, you mean two vocals on top of each other? Yeah. Identically? Yeah. Do you leave the levels the same or you... It or depends. You? Uh, it Like, I do different octaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's like what with a certain point in the song, I would like to sound like I got a choir with me. So I do different levels, different octaves. Uh, and then it depends on the pitch that my main vocal is on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of varies. Okay. Okay, so so you you from just I can just tell from the the um 
like the words you linging that you using that you're real um versed in in like the studio and the process of making the music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right now I go to SAE College uh for audio science and technology. Uh I wanted to expand and have a more understanding of what it is. For a long time it was certain words I didn't know what to tell my engineer like I want you to do this. Like mm-hmm. it was so hard to explain. Um so one of my best friends ended up going to SAE. He gave me a tour of the school, and I kind of, like, fell in love. Because right before I ended up going to SAE, I was going to go to Malcolm X just to do something. And it wasn't even my passion. So he did. He <coughs> ended up giving me that tour literally a week before I was about to enroll into Malcolm X. And I'm so happy I made this decision to go to SAE. That's, that's dope. So with that school, what exactly is, is the course of contention of? Uh audio engineering technology um performance arts light staging mm-hmm. okay so a normal day in class well not a normal day in class overall with the class what's your favorite aspect of it all my favorite aspect is the hands-on sae has an amazing um what is the word I'm looking for? Like all their technology, they have like the top shelf, everything, and they have it at our dispensal, our disposal. So I could book a studio session for free. I could have two people come oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. every day. Uh, I could have an engineer come in as a guest. He could mix and mix it, record whatever he want to do. And it's all for free. That's so wrong. I love the hands-on aspect of it. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. So what you learning all this as far as the technical part and then being um so talented in the actual delivering the product as far as the music and and, and the rhyming goes do you are you considering like taking everything just taking it home you know what i'm saying just making your own studio or buying your own studio or i am for sure i had a, a few years ago i had my own studio equipment and did not know how to use it for nothing i didn't know how to get the mic to mic like mm-hmm. literally the mic wouldn't even do nothing mm-hmm. and that was because i didn't press the right button yeah for sure and i had that equipment for a good eight months before i was robbed and it was mm. like somebody stole all my stuff but i didn't know what to do with it anyway it was like a waste of money um so yeah okay. i do want to get my own equipment again i was the same way i because I, I, I don't got no background in none of this i just literally i, I, I go to youtube university so hey that's a good University yeah. to attend. I just go in there like, why this mic ain't coming on? And it tells you. Yeah, press this button. <laughs> Very impressive. One right there in your face. Like literally. Yeah. So, what you doing, music man? It's it's a and having so many, you know, what I'm saying, um, hats that you wear as far as it goes. Being in school, being an artist. Um, what's your favorite part of it all? I just love how busy it keeps me. Um, yeah. I love having something to do that's like elevating my life, my brand. I love it. Every day I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, I have somewhere to go. Right after that, I'm doing, I have to work or I have to do something else, uh, something with my music. Uh, My days are literally filled with productivity. I love it. One of the things that, that, that jumped out to me is when we first started talking, and nobody ever asked me this, you said, tell me about your platform so I can know if it's something that I want to be associated with. I've never had an artist ask me that, and I think that's real dope. And I want to know what happened, what did you go through, what somebody did somebody teach you that, you know what I'm saying, just because somebody offering to put a camera in your face not necessarily mean it, you should get in front of it. 
Right. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just a me thing because nothing necessarily happened. Uh, it's just a me thing. I would. I want my. If I'm going to expose myself or if I'm going to market myself, I would like who I'm marketing myself through to be a reliable source. So if um, I'm somewhere in. I have a audition or it's a platform that they have to do a background check on me or they have to look at my credentials or what everything I've done. I don't want it to be um, a conflict of interest of what I have going on for myself. Um, and that's literally just a me thing. It's so many different platforms uh, in Chicago and all good press, not good, not all press isn't good press. Um, and it's easy to take the bad press route because you get press regardless. But I don't necessarily want that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Like I said, that that just jumped out to me. You know what I'm saying? To be concerned about your brand that much. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, facts. You know I'm, I'm going places. I need. For I sure. need. For sure. And then, and then you see that like bite people in the ass, like celebrity stuff. They be like, uh, or I see a lot in the sports world, like a <clears throat> athlete to say something or do something back in the day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Nothing dies on the internet. You it know don't. what I'm saying? And then they Literally. be like. What about woo? So that that's definitely a good mindset to have, and I think that'll definitely help with your elevation. So, um, and that also gave me, you know, what I'm saying, because I, I do it, but I never, you know, what I'm saying, put in the word like I screw up people, Insta- social medias and stuff like that. So, um, what I want to ask you about is is your support system. You know, what I'm saying, um, one thing I noticed doing this, you know, what I'm saying, from like I like transition from like the streets kind of you know what i'm saying out there so when i came here i feel like you know what i'm saying i got more support when i wasn't doing what i was supposed to do you know what i'm saying i put out an interview and i got friends like gangster gangsters that sharing tiktoks you know what i'm saying but you don't share my interview and that stuff i pay attention to so with you being a music artist is that some is your support system how i'm sorry I'm, i'm rambling here how is your support system um so my initial circle, I have my best friend, my mother and my father, um, my mother's church, the pastor. Um, that's my initial circle of genuine support. Um, and I say that because, like you said, when when I first started out, it was a lot of people just like waiting to see what would happen. You know, like she doing this, uh, she got a little hobby. Like when I started, I had a little YouTube channel. I was saying in front of the mic because it wouldn't work. I <laughs> From the I camp. had all the equipment just set up and I was just singing <laughs> on the camera. Nothing was coming out. But yeah, manifesting. <laughs> I was doing that though. For when it do work. <laughs> no, for real. I was doing that and I was coming out with my little YouTube videos and I was getting my tools infused. And now like fast forward to today, it's the same exact people. I didn't change my page. I just added a few supporters added a few fans i added a few other artists but you just can tell the difference and you could tell how these same people that was on my page that was just looking over browsing it now they like comment and sharing go crazy oh i'm so proud of you like it's like y'all wasn't supportive during the come up at all it's like they only support because it's beneficial like they want to be seen mm-hmm so so with you knowing that and the way you working and the work you putting in it's just a matter of time for for some pop of course when that time comes is that something you still gonna take in the man or you gonna be like man forgot that shit everybody come on or do oh, they gotta they gotta get three oh, bars to get on the bus oh no um my bus probably gonna have me my manager and my band and my backup singers um 
even to this day, it's people that won't even buy a $15 ticket to the to come to the House of Blues, which is one of Chicago's hugest platforms. Like something so, you should just experience, period. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're not on this wave now, this train now, you're definitely getting left. Mm-hmm. As I feel like that with relationships, too. I feel like if I can't get in, uh, find somebody solid to lock in right now, shit, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> after this, it's only up. Right, for sure, for sure. And... And, and still, not still kind of talking on that, but <clears throat> talk to me about, you know what I'm saying, being a female in the male-dominated industry, basically. Oh, man, it's crazy. I really feel like it has a lot to do with you, you as a woman, your self-respect and how you value and carry yourself. Because I get nothing but respect everywhere I go. I'm highly respected, literally. And it's from males. The male it's men that respect me and love my music. Like, women probably love my music, too, but they don't voice it. They're not as vo- vocal as men are. Like, the men are sing toasted that to the top of their lungs, like, right there in front of you. Like, and I, I love that. And it's just, it's a respect thing. H- how you carry yourself as a woman in this industry gets you as far as you need to go. Literally. And mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. That's dope. That's dope. So you never had any any bad experiences? As far as what? As far as being a, a female and a male, don't like I, I, I had a female talking. She was just like saying like she didn't had guys set up studio sessions and then they get to the studio and ain't no music playing type shit. Uh, so coming up when I first started, yeah, I was thirsty. I was so thirsty to just um do music or get in the studio. It'd be people like yeah, link at the studio, but or like I'd be talking about studio or let's do some work and they like all right we could do that let's smoke or something let's get a drink let's grab a bottle i'm like that's not necessarily what i'm talking to you for Mm -hmm. um they always they can't focus Mm -hmm. uh which is why i had to start dominating myself i had to start putting myself in different positions put myself in different rooms because i'm not gonna lie in this industry is very manipulative it don't matter how talented you are. It's really how street smart you are and how smart you are, period, of what you're going to fall for. Everybody claim they're a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily know who to trust. So mm-hmm. you got to put yourself in those positions. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. It's, it seemed like, like, well, it don't seem like it. I could tell that you got your head on straight. If you don't mind me asking, who who do you go to for, for mentorship or for, for guidance or counseling? My mother. Um, she's an evangelist at her church oh, and my best that. friend is a mental health therapist um, that's about it my dad he just lets me know that I'm loved um, I don't need validation from men or from the world and I feel like that's what matters that's that's the holy trinity a Literally. father, a mother that's an evangelist and a therapist Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play with me <laughs> Like at all. <laughs> she said she got a hell of a support system. That's what's up, man. That's dope, man. I think every every black person needs that for real. You know for what I'm real. saying? If if not your your mother, but them three, you know what I'm saying, titles, I think Chicago needs that. You know what Literally. What I'm so <clears throat> all right, we can segue back back to the music. What I want to know is when you create music, cause the style of music you, as you create, we already discussed how you wouldn't expect it coming from a a, a, a young black woman from Chicago. Right. So when you're creating music, do you have any old man like I gotta have a song for Chicago? I gotta have a song for the radio. I gotta have a song for the club. I gotta have a song for them of late course. night drafts. Of course, the further the further you go into your career, you realize you have to start pinpointing your audience. Um, 
So I definitely got a summer banger that's coming out for Chicago. It's called 290 Crazy from a singing aspect. But it's crazy because it's still different. <laughs> but it's called 290 Crazy. I have a theme song, y'all. It's, still, it's called 290 Crazy. And it's still, it's different. And, and But it's going to be for Chicago. And then, like, the radio. Like, I got radio hits right now. And then, like, I, 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 I expand, like, before I record some more soft shit. Like, I'm like, man, I need... A club banger, like I prioritize, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. so you you have to 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 an extent. Um, do. It's, it's definitely math out here. Okay, talk to me about uh, working with other artists. What's that like? Is is that something you enjoy to do? Something you rather not do? Something that you have to hand pick the person? Do you take open invitations to to features? What's that like? So my first two albums, my first album was Zero Tolerance. Um, I had a few. Um, features on that and then toasted i mean that was then this is now i had like four or five features on it 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 wasn't necessarily premeditated i didn't think about it at all it was probably me needing studio time i'm in the studio with people that do music and we just happen to do it because i'm there it's free and they dope Cause I, I don't really hang out with untalented people, not, <laughs> and that's not a shot. I just don't. What if like they ain't found their talent yet? Everybody around me just super raw. I can't help it. Okay. I just gravitate towards talent. It ain't intentional though. You won't be like you ain't it's got no not talent. Not on purpose. With right you. now, right now it will be. Okay, for sure. But then it wasn't on purpose. Okay, okay, that's dope. That's dope. Okay, and being a, a recording artist, you have to like, you know what I'm saying. You have to. In a sense, please your fans. You know what I'm saying. So, in this in this day and age, it's like you got to be careful what you say, what you do. You know what I'm saying. What status you put online is that something you taking care of? Do you be like, this is my life. I'm gonna live happy, like it, take it or not. I came a long way from social media. My social media presence. Um, I used to didn't necessarily care about nothing I put on the internet. I didn't. Um, but the further and further I got and the people that, that support me and care for my brand, they tell me, like, Candace, you probably shouldn't have said that or that's not nobody's business. Like, stop mm-hmm. giving your access. Stop giving access to to your information to people that's not even asking. It's mm-hmm. not it's not necessarily necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gave me a different view of what I was putting out there to the world. So now I, if you go on my page, it's like, Support, support, music, 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 support, support. It's nothing but music. Mm-hmm. I said something funny. Uh, I shout out to my sister, Redonna Johnson. She was just murdered. Like, it's just, it don't never. The name sounds so familiar. Yeah, she went to Marshall. A uh, huge pillar on the west side of Chicago. She was murdered recently. Um, horrible, horrible tragedy. Uh, very unexpected. But sh- she was one of my biggest fans when I started doing this and she just was so motivated to let me know not to stop and like not care about what nobody else say she was so more so much more positive than even me mm-hmm. so now I kind of channel myself as and what would she say or what would she tell me to do even before I post anything before I rant or rave I'm like she wouldn't want me to do that mm-hmm. yeah man sorry for your loss man <clears throat> and that's why that's why I asked you about like just growing up in Chicago because directly indirectly it's kind of hard to to get out unscathed you know what i'm saying it's kind of hard to get out untraumatized or get alone let alone get out at all mm-hmm. true uh yeah chicago 
definitely molded my brain, which I feel like has a lot to do with my writing process, which has a lot to do with my artistry and my brand as a whole. Uh, I love my city. Don't get me wrong. I love Chicago. I love everything about it. I love every traumatizing event that I had to go through because I am who I am because of it. Uh, but you got to think about where you go. You got to think about who you interact with. You got to think about who you riding with. You got to think about who telling you, who come in, who you got to think about that. And then even at certain shows, you can't invite your cousin Pookie and Bebe. Like you can't invite them to this upscale place because they still think of you as Candace. They don't think of you as Candace Nicole. So they going to come with you and be like, turn. They don't necessarily care about your artistry. So you have to just think about everything. Mm-hmm. What I want to ask you, and you just kind of said your name, um, and I'm just, I'm just uh, assuming that Candace is your your legal name. What made you want to go with your legal name instead of a, a, a stage name? Cause I am who I am. It was, it was always that from the jump. Like it was never a question. Like I'm gonna be this and be that. I'm, I'm Candace. I'm Candace. I am who I am. I can't pretend to be nobody else. I don't want to alter ego. I am Candace Nicole. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I want to know is in this day and age, it's social media is 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 a part of our lives regardless of how you use it is being used. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't have a lot of I wouldn't have Facebook. I probably just have Snapchat. Me personally, but in this day and age, how do you promote your music? How do you get your music heard to different people? How do you put it out there? Um, so of course, social media that's the number one marketing tool, but um. I've been coming up with like real clever things like at SAE, like I will airdrop my uh, flyer to everybody who's available to see it. Even quick, if they decline it, I'm going to keep sending it to they accept quick, it. Quick story real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I had went to Miami last year and I had my, my cards for the podcast. I had printed like a thousand. I'm like, I'm going to pass these all on Miami. I get on the plane. I forget all the cards. We get we land. My homie like man, just I just got an iPhone like two days previous. He like just airdrop it. I'm in the mall just sitting down. Whoever (laughs) is whoever airdrop is available, just airdrop. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that's an amazing marketing tool. And even when I tell people that, they like you smart, Mm -hmm. real smart. (laughs) Bag your mama house. Get yourself (laughs) out. Give me one too. But um, another little clever marketing tool that I was thinking about because I'm going to be going to a concert soon. Free game, y'all. Um, I'm going to get a big old poster with a scan code to my LinkedIn. And I'm going to hold it up real high so the person, whoever is performing, is going to be able to see it. And typically, they like that type of stuff. They scan it from on the stage. Mm-hmm. They scan your billboard right. code right off the stage because they like marketing 101. Come mm-hmm. here. So, and and with, <clears throat> with you having to, well, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming, are you in any type of situations, like manager, deal, label, anything? Um, I have a, my management is Ambition Entertainment, <clears throat> um, Diva. I'm not sure if you're aware Ambitious of it. Ambitious E? Nope, Am- ambition entertainment. Okay, yeah, okay. It is another ambition that's followed me on Instagram, yeah. and I thought that was my manager. I'm like, yeah, but it's not. But they like and share all my stuff. Yeah. I'm she like, like a, she crazy. like a manager too. I I had one of our artists and she got an event coming up. But um, so what this made what made you decide? Cause I hear a lot, especially like in the hip hop, um, with a lot of young brothers. You know what I'm saying? They don't really go like the 
they don't want to go like the label manager route. You know what I'm saying? What made you um, decide to to put like some of your career, your baby, in somebody else's hands to an extent? Um, I did a lot myself. Um, le- at the end of last year, when I decided that I wanted Diva to be my manager, I, it was so overwhelming. It was so much stuff going on. I couldn't keep up with it. Like, and I got it all on my own. Like everything, all the events, photo shoots, interviews. I had, I got it all on my own, but it was too hard to keep up with. Um, and Ambition Entertainment Diva was, is still to this day so extremely supportive. And she believes in me wholeheartedly. Uh, I trusted her. Because at first I was just telling everybody my best friend was my manager lying. Get her in places free. I didn't have a, a manager. But... I just trusted, I trusted Diva. And, to the, and even, it's a lot of people that don't agree with her methods, don't agree with her as a person. It don't have nothing to do with me. She ain't never crossed me. So I was able to put my faith and hope into her. She hasn't let me down yet. So mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> and I asked you this to, to ask, before then, um, a lot, what a lot of artists don't know is that you have to put invest into your craft. You know what I'm saying? If it's not just a promotion, it's, it's studio time. You know what I'm saying? Cover art stuff like that. Um, and I and I can tell just from going down your page because I screw up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's social media is before we sit down just so I can form questions and stuff like that. Where did you get the the instinct to know that you had to put money behind your brand? I mean, that was from the beginning. Like it was so many people telling me. Like, but a lot know, of people don't be knowing that. They be, they be. I mean, you, you either dumb or retarded if you don't know, because ain't nothing. Hey, hey she said it, y'all. I ain't saying. You either dumb or you retarded. <laughs> but speaking on that, I got a group chat for under um, underground artists that needs registration help. It's all free. I got links, websites, anything you need that oh, I need to get up in there. Tell you, I got you. Um, I'm. I'm actually making a lot of buzz through that group chat. That's beyond me being a, a, a artist. Uh, me just starting that group chat and just giving that information because it's very con- controversial on the internet mm-hmm. between promoters and DJs and <coughs> artists. They always call us broke or tell us we want something free, but then they don't really necessarily give us no guidance. They don't tell us what we need to do or tell us what we deserve because we don't have this, that, and the third um, taken care of, registration or just they tell us what we don't have, but they don't give us options. Mm-hmm. So that was my main goal of creating um our underground artist group chat is booming right now with super, a bunch of great other artists great promotion promoters just people that want to help and real quick what what was ambition offering that was like yeah i'm gonna ride with them well what is it that they do or that she does specifically that the first thing that i respected that she offered was getting into it she wasn't trying to take nothing away from me she gave me a three-month grace period just to see what it'll do like what we can do together she like i don't want nothing from you uh you got this all on your own anyways like let's just see where we can go and our names together went crazy candace nicole ambition entertainment it was it just went crazy like a wildfire Mm -hmm. okay okay i got a couple more questions then we're gonna jump in the booth do this music so what you doing music and you know what I'm saying, I'm, you have fans. You know what I'm saying. Does that affect your personal life as far as like dating and find somebody to to settle down with? It actually did, which is crazy. Um, 
So before, when I first started, I was dating somebody that wasn't into music, and he didn't understand the the going out or shows or the studio sessions, and it was just always a question to who this guy was, who is this guy, who is this guy. It was it was like it was more irritating than anything because like, dude, chill. And then after that was done and over, because that was a toxic situation outside of that. Um, I tried I tried to date somebody else that does music, a huge name. I'm not going to name drop, but a huge person that's in this music industry. Everybody knows him. Everybody respects him. And then it's like when we together, we was together. And then, like, he'll be across the room. We'll be at the same event. He'll be watching me give hugs to male fans. And then that'll be a conversation at the end of the day. So it's just like it's not necessarily like that. I have to be personable. Mm-hmm. So. And for some reason that gives me gets bad feedback from whoever I'm dating. So I just vowed to myself, like right now it's just all about you. It's all about your brand. It's all about where you need to go. Cause if anything, it's just distractions. Okay. With you being able to point out distractions like that and being able to analyze them and handle them like that. Um, what's the, what's the goal? What do you do this for? What's the purpose? I do this because it's so many people like me that need that wants to have a voice and like literally I feel like I'm a I'm a testimony if anything um being who I am and where I'm from and the things that I've gone through beautiful black woman from Chicago I'm a testimony to a lot of people that don't necessarily have that voice um and that's not confident enough to speak up and I've always been bold and out loud about everything mm-hmm. so my goal is to be able to reach the mass majority of people that will listen mm-hmm. and the people that will have an understanding and build confidence in themselves and knowing that they can do whatever they put their mind to that's dope that's dope <clears throat> up to this point what would you say will be your personal highlight of your career thus far next showcase um usa um i performed at avondale music hall and it was beautiful one of the largest events i've ever experienced it was amazing it was amazing okay uh real quick talk to me about the preparation for performing was that something that you was already you know i wasn't i wasn't really ready like in the The, back throwing up i'm i'm naturally an anxious person i have crazy crazy anxiety so it don't now i don't think i just Cancel the cold just turned on now. But mm-hmm. when I first performed, my first performance was at Bar University with Brian and Jackie um, over on 79th. Beautiful, amazing production team. They so crazy raw. It don't make no sense. That's where I started. But my first performance there made me fall in love with performing. And I just wanted to do better and be better. And it made me focus on my vocal pitches to perfection. Like, I could sing right now and it'd be perfect, pitch perfect, mm-hmm. literally. And that's just off the dozens and dozens of performances that I've done because I always wanted to do better than the last time. Mm-hmm. So when you do perform, <clears throat> excuse me, is it just like a, a stand up in front of a crowd? Do you like, be like I'm going to do this step, you know what I'm saying? Do you pay attention that deep or do you just I do. feel uh, it bad? It depends on what song I'm singing. Like Toast to That, I'll probably sit down because it's a more intimate song. I'll sit down, sing, show off my vocal abilities. Then I have a song that's called Paradise. It's more into like Afro beats. So I'll do a little two-step and like give a 
give a show, I feel like uh, any performance should be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I got to work on that a little bit more when I get further down the line. I have backup dancers that just teach me a little two-step, you know, just something to entertain, make my performance entertaining. Mm-hmm. And you said hitting every note. Are you actually singing on stage or do you use yes. a performance track? Or? No, I sing the whole thing yes oh that's dope that's dope that's one thing i noticed a couple shows i've been to like people really don't that's you know what always saying? been like one of my biggest pet peeves my god noticed the mic go away from somebody's mouth and the words keep words, going yeah, <laughs> that's one of my biggest pet peeves especially for singers even rappers because when rappers rappers got it track, bad they got it bad they sing up they rap over their track and it's horrible it's a horrible performance i have rappers in the booth that don't even can't even Mouth today. It be horrible. <laughs> it be horrible, and that's no judgment. No judgment. No judge. The judge free zone. It's definitely a safe zone. But in my honest opinion, singing or rapping over your actual track is the worst performance you can do. You have to practice, practice in the mirror with and just just your basic beat. Just practice with the beat. Practice remembering your words. Practice. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is how good. Hey, like, hey, it's a safe zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no judge. <laughs> this is advice. Out of but somebody love. need to hear that. No, this is love advice, everybody. For sure, for sure. So, um, and that little part right there just blanked my man out from my neck. I'll be having him on deck up line next. So I'm just kind of been fluent. I'm, I'm, I'm just finna. I'm just finna freestyle it right here. So, with you being a recording artist. Everything has like a yin and a yang, you know what I'm saying? We talked about what's your favorite part. If you had to take one thing out about the industry that you are in, what would it be? The gatekeepers. It's like real high school. If mm-hmm. I if I didn't have to deal with social media at all, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I hate going on social media because there's so much judgment. Mm-hmm. All you see is negativity all day and i i hate it because it's it, it they just step on your toes one way or another mm-hmm. you know and it gets it gets irritating because at the time it was like when i was before i like not even before because it's just recently became i've always been confident but i would get overwhelmed and i would look at what people say and if the shoe fit i take it so to heart mm-hmm. but you, you <clears throat> make adjustments and you got to learn how to eat the chicken and throw out the bones you know take what you supposed to take and separate what don't fit for you Mm -hmm. and at first i was having a hard time because it was a lot of ridicule coming my way between how i acted or the how many drinks i drink or if i'm out in the club who i associate myself with um this note wasn't on like um my management it was just always something being said it's something some type of ridicule so That'll be the thing I take out because I don't need to see that. Even though it kind of molded me, mm-hmm. it w- it almost made me give up. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. That's fucked up. I'm glad. I'm glad you made it through that, man. So, Fact. um, I'm a hard body. Real quick, for somebody who may be seeing you or hearing you for the first time, or or already know you and <clears throat> and getting to see you in this in this um in this atmosphere, tell them something about you that you would want them to know or they might not know about you? Hmm. Why should they leave here and go put Candace Nicole in a, in a Spotify search list? 
you should leave here and go put Candace Nicole in your Spotify search engine because I'm like as real as it gets. Like it's not our no artificialness with me, and I'm not like nobody else. So when you finally listen to my music, you're gonna be like, "Dang, I didn't really expect that." That's exactly what I, I did. That's crazy. That's exactly what I did on Shorty because. Every time I do an interview with somebody, I always give, like, you should interview this person. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, what the bar. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I heard the music, and I was like, oh, yeah, we got to have him. She like, she's going to be late, fuck it. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I got to I, I gotta holler at My tardiness. <laughs> I, had, I had other engagements. So I've been double booked. Yeah, that's what I said. And I, I ain't even, that's why I said I love that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you working. And the, and the real reason, like, I, like, put, like, the people who watch and listen don't know. But, like, in the, um, like, itinerary type thing I sent you, would be like, 10 minutes you know what i'm saying then late or reschedule but i really just put that because i deal dealt with so many people at the beginning who it didn't get to that time and they won't even say nothing you know what i'm saying so i just use that to to keep the contact you know what i'm saying so okay. people try to keep the contact so it was definitely a dope interview i'm glad i got to do it if you could let the people know what you got going on right now what's coming up um, right now, I have one of the hugest performances that I've had in my entire career at the House of Blues, April 25th. Um, I'll have a 15-minute set with the band, Backup Singers. You guys should definitely check it out. It's going to be dope. Um, I'll also perform it at Ambition Entertainment. for I'm headlining for the Steppers on Mother's Day, pre-Mother's Day party at Ambition Entertainment. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, also, <clears throat> where can we find you on social media? Where can we find the music? Where can somebody potentially work with you? Where can they send you music? All, all that good stuff. Um, you guys could follow me on Instagram at the T H E E Candace Nicole underscore Facebook Candace Nicole, YouTube Candace Nicole. Um, right now, all of my music is on YouTube, and it will be dispersed to all platforms after I drop my toast to that music video. Okay, okay, appreciate you coming through. I'm already knowing we're gonna have to have you back because I could tell by the by your work and, and what you got going on that six months from now we're gonna have ten more things to talk about. So keep working. It was an honor how you went here. Thank we finna jump in the booth, y'all. Make sure y'all check that out in a minute, gang.